and action. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Sarah. I just kept it like short and sweet today. I didn't feel like drawing out the and or the action or like, you know. No, I like it that way. I think it just kind of sets the tone. You know what I mean? I know. I'm in a weird tone, I think. I'm really hungry. And by weird, I just mean like hungry and pregnant. I'm hungry and I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Literally 24 hours a day. And you know what? I've got a problem. So because Sarah and I have been doing our 30 minutes of exercise a day, we've been really trying to eat healthy, work out. Thank you for bringing Um, that up because I did just want to like pat ourselves on the back. It's been seven days in a row. And also anyone else who joined us, I want to pat them. So thank you. Um, But therein lies my problem. I have been working out and I've been eating really healthy during the day. So then at night, you know, I ordered a salad last night. I've been cooking, but it's like the timing of my meal, like my meal, I usually eat, we kind of eat early, Bobby and I, like 6.37, or that's like, I guess a normal time. It's not that early, but then it's like, because I go to sleep when the sun's coming up, it's like, I'm starving. So now we're trying to delay our meal until like 7.38. No, that's not good for your body. Aren't you like not supposed to eat past eight? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Sarah? I'm going to completely do a 180 because I have got to bring up your sleeping habits because we started off the year really well. And I think because I'm deep, I'm getting deeper into my pregnancy, like Natalie, the 3 a.m. text, like you have got to go to bed. Um. Okay. Well, and I'm not here to shame you. I'm like concerned. Well, Jesus. No, Natalie. Like, it concerns me that you talk to me at 3 a.m. as if I'm going to respond anytime soon. First of all. And not with the YEA. (laughs) No, it's the YA. It's, okay, I know. And I don't need you to come on this podcast and (laughs) announce that to the entire world, okay? It is something that I'm working on. By the way. I'm, I had a long, serious talk with Bobby last night. You know, he wakes up earlier than me Much. for work. <laughs> so I said, I want you to drag me out of bed at 10 a.m. And he did the last two days. And I've been up at 10 and I've been mobile. So it's, See, it's going. It's, it, you guys, here's my problem. It's my a, schedule. I, the family I nanny for is gone until August. I, know. I was waking up at the crack of dawn from 8 no. to 6 p.m. Like and I was fully out of bed. And that is true. And I know that that is true. That is what you were doing. And I just... If I don't have an incentive to wake up earlier than 10 or 1030, I'm not going to. I have slept. I have been a sleeper since I was zero. My parents took me to the hospital. I got tested for diabetes multiple times because I had such low energy in the morning. I, my, everything was off and the doctor's like, she literally, I was tested for everything because they, it was horrible to try and drag me out of bed for school. Don't I just have always been like a sleeper. Do not get me wrong. There is nothing when I say that I love my sleep more than anyone. Like I get that, but it's the cycle. Like of it's course you're going to be, of course you're going to be tired when you're staying up so late. So I don't no. mind the sleeping in, but like, no wonder you're sleeping in. You're up to I, three. I know. You should sleep in. You need eight hours. <laughs> and you know what? I This is so mortifying, but I'm just going to come clean. Two nights ago when I decided like this cycle has got to stop because I was so good for so long, mm-hmm. I erased TikTok off my phone because oh, he, here's <laughs> – well, here's like, I thing. don't even need an explanation. That's all I needed no. to hear. No, because you don't know TikTok, but there's just, there's no end to it. Okay. So like you swipe, it's a video, 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 video. I will, I was literally like on TikTok for like an hour or an hour and a half, not looking up from my phone. Um, No, you know, so I erased it off my phone and now Bobby and I have a time limit. Our phones go on our nightstands. We do not touch them past 12 o'clock. Okay. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna. I think my new latest, my late, the latest I have been. This is two days. 
allowing myself to go to sleep is one, which I think is pretty fair. If I'm waking up at 10, like what? That's fine. I, that is. There's nothing for me to do, Sarah, at 8 or 9 a.m. No, like I'm but, not going to go paint bricks no, in I New understand, York. Like, but I it's am- all about – I'm so OCD. Like it's all about creating a plan. So like why don't you now make your workouts – like this is what I did pre like child COVID. Like I would set my alarm every day at 8 o'clock. Did I get out? Did I get out of bed at 8 o'clock? No. But – I Scroll on your phone for 30 minutes, 45 minutes if you want. But No, like, I don't do that. I don't look at my phone in the morning unless I've better. got texts from you catching up from my text to you. No, that, I just mean like create the schedule so that now it's like you start your day differently and then I promise no. you, you will find that you – Natalie, I had to wake up at 6 a.m. for a flight. That is extremely early for me. Well, we know it's early, but for me like – I, I need my sleep. I am someone who cannot function. I had to wake up at 6 a.m. for a flight. My entire day was like, I was tired. I kind of got a 30-minute nap in. I got my 30 minutes in. I did not want to do it, but I did it. Natalie, I was in bed at 8.30. I think I was 100% asleep at 9.30. So like, it gives, I so if you that, but- set your tone, your body will make up for it. That's I know it it also helps like it helps with everything it helps with your metabolism it helps with your thyroid it's like trust me and I don't know if any of you guys use masterclass but it's great and that's a if you're ever bored you can learn something and watch something at the same time no I swear to god it's no, really I, good I, but Trudy my sister made me watch this like sleep doctor oh, and I love he that. said and something interesting that he pointed out um he said, it doesn't matter if you go to sleep at 8 p.m. or 2 a.m. If you wake up at the same time every single day, then that is allowing your brain. So I didn't know this. I guess when you're sleeping, your brain is, as he puts like, quote unquote, taking the garbage out because you're you're in REM, mm-hmm. you're this, you're that. And also like, sleeping can lead to like having bad sleep habits can lead to Alzheimer's, which like really runs heavy in my family, which I found interesting. So as I'm saying all this, knowing the negatives of my schedule, I'm still continuing to do it, but I'm telling you, I will make a promise to you and to all of our listeners, I will be out of bed. No, it's something I need to do. It's something my mom- I only bring this up because it was your New Year's resolution. We did bring it up on the podcast. We were all cheering for you. And I just have to say, I will say the last couple of weeks, it has been out of control. So that's why I step in. Why are you exposed? Tell me this in private. My God. Because honestly, I, will, I think I have. Be, oh, I'm sorry. Are my text where I don't respond to you not telling enough? I know, but I know you're asleep. Yeah. So, I know. I just know, want I, you to turn I, your brain I, off. I, I think you would be, it would help in all. Look, you've already got 30 minutes a day for the last seven days. Like you're on the met, you're on a good path. We just need to tweak it. I, I don't know. need you yeah. going to bed at 8 p.m., waking up at 6 a.m. I just need you to go to bed. How about this? Latest 1 p.m. out of bed by 10. No, 1 a.m. you mean, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Because there's nothing – there's no – Sarah, I'm going to be honest with you. 10 a.m. is still the morning, okay? When I walk out of my building on a rare occasion at 10 a.m., they're like, good morning. I'm like, good morning. You don't morning. feel like you're missing out in the morning? Like, you don't feel like you miss out? Like- no, Sarah, because 90% of the population is waking up, making sure their kids are all set, feeding them breakfast. I did that for like six months. No, I swear to you. So no, I'm just, I there's just no mean, need. Like, Why would I need to be uh, I guess running through the streets of New York at 10 a.m. or at 9 or 8 a.m.? It doesn't matter. I mean, 10 a.m. is still the morning for me. And I I met you for breakfast in, in St. Louis oh, in the morning. my God. And I texted you at like 9.30 and you go, oh, good morning in all caps. I was completely shocked. Yeah, receive. and let me just tell you, if I need to wake no, up I know for something, I will. Well, that's why I just think we need to make it a like. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna give you a reason. Every Reggie feels the same way. He is sick of sleeping and holding his pee until noon. That dog. I will. I, I Bobby's up. By the way, yeah, I know. Reggie will sleep with me, and Bobby's like, "Come on, Reggie, want to go outside?" And he'll go like this. My dogs are the curl same. and go to sleep. Like that dog, I, some days I don't take him out. He literally will hold his pee. Like he doesn't, or he doesn't even, he goes pee like three times a day. Yeah. That's like, 
the dog is my dog. Um, because I don't want to shame you and I don't want to continue this, but I do hope that everyone is cheering for you and motivating for you. Speaking of holding your pee, I wasn't going to bring this up, but that was like a genius segue because I have a story I would like to tell. Okay. I already told you, but you guys, just because, you know, it's pregnancy time. I had an experience this weekend and no, not the one where I sneezed and peed. That That's what happened. I thought you were going to say. Nope. Like you've already said yep, this. That already happened. No, Natalie, every week is something new. So I went to treat myself this weekend to a wax. Um, I don't think Natalie never, and I have ever spoken about this, but big wax gal, big wax gal. She's talking about on her vagine. I'm not talking about my armpits. <laughs> um, oh. I went to treat myself and I'm texting Natalie like, I'm getting a wax. And she's like, you're insane that you're getting a wax while pregnant. I'm like, well, here we are. That poor woman that waxed you. If a if a female came in that was like as pregnant as you are and she opened her legs wide, I'd be like, babe, use a razor. <laughs> Do you want to know what's crazy? She goes, Okay, let's just get, let me let me set the tone. So I was holding my pee a little bit because these days you don't even mean to hold your pee, but like I went pee and then five seconds later you have to pee again. So I'm holding my pee and like I have kind of found there's a little correlation between me like having a full bladder and the baby like kind of kicking or going a little crazy. Anyways, um, so I'm mid wax and she's down there and the baby starts kicking. Oh God, so hard. This when I tell you this woman jumped you would have thought the baby was coming through the vaginal canal i gave birth at a european wax center is that where you go like where where yeah you do Uh, as she's like taking her big pop popsicle stick in the why do they act like they're churning butter it's like every time I'm like, excuse me, do you know how hard it was for me to get on this table? Please yeah. act like you know how to turn some wax. Well, she she ends up freaking out, screaming like, oh, shit, we got here she comes, like trying to be funny. And like, I genuinely was like, well, no, she's just like, I made the most awkward joke. Like, she's excited. Like, why did I say that? How uncomfortable? Like, what? Did she think that that woman was Thai? Like, what? <laughs> what? But she that go- is wrong of me to say. Then that, That's disgusting. Sorry. She goes, she goes. Oh no, it's okay. Like I just got a little freaked out, but I have a client who's nine months. She just came in yesterday. That is dedication to the wax game. How can you even see your vagina? I can't see. You can't at all. But I was kind of inspired, and like, if there's no like health issues, like I'm kind of gonna want to try and go up till nine months. I mean, that doctor is gonna be very impressed with you. Exactly. And you know what? When you were like the fact that you're getting a wax pregnant, I'm like. My vagina is about to go through a whole lot more. So like I can tackle a wax. It's funny that we're discussing this because I was watching Sex in the City last night. And oh it was the God. episode where... Carrie gets a Brazilian for the first time. I can't. No, 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 oh. no, no. It was... Charlotte was like, thought she had a yeasty or something like that. <laughs> and then she... I'm sorry that I just said yeasty. I'm so sorry to everyone. That was so gross. Sorry. Um, only had one ever though. Knock on wood. And only one UTI. Knock on wood. But um, <laughs> so much BV though. In case Sorry. You anyway, Natalie's medical history. In case you I, BV runs heavy up in Natalie Buck. Um, that's bacterial vaginosis. It stings when you have set. Sorry, t- TMI. It's just one pill and it goes away. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pee again. Anyway, where was I going? Oh, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte was like, I've never seen my own vagina, and. She, I guess, went home one day and looked. God, I want to put up a poll. Are there any women that listen to us that have never really looked at their own? I'm sure. Like I have a million times. Yes. I take the tool. If, if I have something like and I need to tweeze it, like I'll put my phone <laughs> and then to, to look. Your yeah. Phone. Well, it's the front camera. I mean, I'm <laughs> like, I don't have a head. Like the Russians are like, what? Oh. <laughs> what? Putin's like, who is Natalie Buck? Oh, yeah, because it's right there. I mean, I'm not putting it in my vagina. Well, of course. You've never used your phone to look? No. I've got mirrors all over the place, though. I'm a big, like, climb into the sink gal. (laughs) 
Oh, like hike one leg up? Yeah. Like, I mean, if I need to see something, but like a compact will do the job just fine. This Who has is- a compact? That's what Samantha said. I'm like, I literally haven't heard the word compact. Just like it's- a little makeup mirror, like something small? No, I don't carry makeup around with me. Well, like my Laura Mercier setting powder I'm mirror? not walking around looking at my vagina. I'm doing it in the home, in the safety of my bedroom or my bathroom. And also I'm only doing, you know, if I... If there's like an emergency and I need to see what's happening, which is a lot lately. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I know. Well, you this sent me that weird. picture of the red bump and it was like. What's the red bump? You had that big red bump. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, wait, what's going on? I'm so, oh, <laughs> I was so confused. I get it. You were making it. Okay. Was that was a good joke. No, that was a good one. I just am way too slow to like understand it wasn't these. that good because um, you didn't understand it. i would love to change the entire course of this podcast already like i would love for this conversation to just take a hot left and then a quick right if that's all right with you maybe we end yeah. up in the net i think we should go swan diving into the net because it's starting and it's probably the last it's not gonna be the last time we talk about the kardashians but it's the last time that we saw them all on our television for a brand new special on Thursday night. So, but that was Sunday night. It was, we're talking about the two part interview series that the Kardashians had with Andy Cohen. What the first one aired last Thursday, the part two aired last night. And wow. Let me just tell you, you can pick up a lot on someone's body language. And I'm going to start with that. Um, Whoa. I mean, I feel like we should just talk about the most interesting things first. I mean, is there any – to me, the whole thing was interesting. I have to come out and say right away, Andy was the star. Andy Cohen was the man for this job. Oprah could not have done it. Anderson Cooper could not have done it. Ellen could not have done this. I mean, thank God we had Andy because this reunion was – Oh, yeah. I was happy. Um. Totally agree. I was, I'm just looking at, um, some of, I literally took notes. Um, loved two things, loved a bunch. One of them being that when Chris was asked who is the hardest to manage or who gives you the most lip, it's no surprise, but I'm shocked. She said it. She goes, Courtney follow up to part two. Andy asked Courtney, like, do you think your sisters get (laughs) parenting like advice from you? And she was like, um, no. And Chloe was quick to jump in. Uh, she's like, we do very different things. For instance, if Clo- if Courtney's kid is having a bad day, she will let them stay home from school and will watch movies in bed. I'm like, let me tell you, when I was having a bad day, my mom was like, you got about five minutes to get in this car before <laughs> I leave. So- my mom would literally slap me on the ass and be like, go get him, Tiger. Good luck. Go. We'll talk about this when you're home. Yeah, I found that interesting. Um, For me, which is no secret because we've talked about how we think they all have different parenting skills. So I did pick up on that. But for me, the thing I enjoyed about this the most was just the mere fact that they all, for the truly one of the first times ever, um, were forced to sit down and answer questions on the spot. Now, some would say, well, they do that every week in confessionals, but those are questions they know are coming from the producers, their executive producers. And I would argue that they, there are multiple times they answer the question over and over. You know, this was Andy's call. This was Andy's questions. And I mean, you could tell, like, not dogging them at all, but like these are not actors we're dealing with because some of the yeah. answers were horrible and some of the conversation went in circles and lefts and rights. And at the end of it, if it were a housewife, Andy would have said, okay, you did not even answer that question remotely. Like like he would have called them out, but he didn't. But I found it very refreshing to watch because we see them in their setting, in their little confessional with their lighting and their hair and answering these, you know, mm-hmm questions that they're ready for they weren't ready for these questions and i loved it i did too and to go back to your point like so uh, you know they some of the answers were bad and you can tell because at one point andy was reading a tweet or you know some <gasps> sorry 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 i have to read this i, I just got an e-news i have what? to read this what chloe kardashian and tristan thompson break up again after reconciliation 
This girl is on fire. Have I ever been happier? I hope that's true. I hope that's true. I'm so sorry to panic everyone like that. I'm so embarrassed. I just freaked out in the way that I did. But to keep going, I was texting Natalie. We were texting last night watching part two. And my direct text was, I'm really sad for Chloe. Genuinely, this is making me really sad. Um, While Natalie looks this up, I just want to say that Chloe spoke a lot about how she used to have a lot of confidence and she used to be like the bad bitch. And we have seen her be broken down time and time again Mm -hmm. because of, I think, these relationships. If you really start to go back, don't you think it kind of started with Lamar? Yeah, but I also think a lot of it has to do with the fact that she's obviously, as anyone would, if you're getting back together with your boyfriend, baby daddy, husband, after countless times of him cheating on you, and you're doing all that you can, you've got to be self-conscious about how you're portrayed. Of course. Right? Of course. So I think a lot of it, I don't know if it was necessarily the, God, some of the stuff that people, she was saying, like some, when she said that she would go to fittings and they promised her racks of clothing and she was, she only had like three options and the photographer was like, well, don't worry, we're going to put you in the back. I think of a lot of her, I think a lot of her self insecurity comes from that. But then I also think, it's probably so hard to be in her shoes. It doesn't help. The entire world is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing? It doesn't help when these men that you keep at a certain point, she says, what did I do? What is it about me? And, And it made me really sad because, you know, Oh my God, I'm like dying right now because we just watched them last night talk about how amazing and he's, oh my God, it was Natalie and they I were didn't, te- I'm going to say something. They, she didn't say no. that they were like together. She was like, we haven't been together for a year and she a half. She said we weren't together during filming. Season 20, which was what, six months ago? No, I think they ended in like October. This Oh. Like I, she threw Tristan a birthday, a 30th birthday party with the I love yous and the kids. Like we know they're together. She said they've been working on their surrogacy journey, but I just, you guys, if you listen to us, she you, said, she said she wanted more kids with, with, with him, Tristan. with him. And you, if you listen to us, you know, we're always cheering for her. We're, I cannot stand the man. I am talking shit on him 24 seven. And I'm just thrilled that we never have to talk about them ever again. If this is true that they broke up, but per E they did. And anyways, Back to wait, I want to go back to what I was saying earlier because I do think no, 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 that was very important news. Um, was that on our story? I just did okay. (laughs) So, um, going back to when Sarah was like, some of their answers were bad. There, Andy was reading a tweet, and the tweet was, Do you feel that you are held responsible for? portraying like an impossible body image or some like some a question along those lines and kim was so quick to jump in there and she goes well no you know we work hard we do and then like she listed two things and then it just like completely stopped and like flipped to a different camera angle to one of the other sisters talking so like obviously they rewatched some of them and was like that answer was not good so then they i just noticed a lot of like stop edit cuts like all of that stuff so that is something that I found interesting. Another something that I found interesting is that ever since the Paris robbery, Kim has obviously been different. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. I don't keep any expensive jewelry in my home. I don't keep any kind, expensive clothes. Kind of like low-key digs at Kylie because I want to so, be wait, like, So that's what okay, I was going to okay, okay, say. Okay. I was going to say – that when she's listing all these things, she's like, you know, I just realized that like none of those material goods bring me happiness. I'm just looking at, and they showed Kylie and she was just like sitting there because I mean, all of Kylie's stuff is like, look at my bag, mm-hmm. look at this, look at that. Whether she means to or not, it's always in the background of her stories. So I was just sitting there being like, whoa, like no. this is your older sister saying this and you're like, doing the complete opposite. And Kim was like, you know, when I was younger, that stuff mattered to me. But as I got older, I realized that, you know, those aren't important things. Also, Kylie said like five words. And you know who didn't say five words is Kendall. Natalie. Holy hell. Natalie. So I felt like the first, I felt like the first reunion was kind of like the Kim show. They asked Kim a lot of questions. I felt like Courtney spoke a lot. The second reunion was the Chloe, which I was happy about, because if you guys really, if you look back, the we, 
we think it's Kim's show, but it's really been Chloe's because Chloe has had storyline after storyline. She has put this show on her back. So it made sense that Andy was asking her a ton of questions. But Kendall, you have been MIA for 10 seasons, not the time to chime in. And I get it. Like, you got a lot to say, but like, I don't really care. I know. And I think that part of it, as I am too with my family, it's like you're defensive. And whenever you get a chance to just sit there and talk and answer the questions, you're going to want to take full advantage of it. But some of the stuff that she was saying, Kim was giving her the side eye of it was the rambling. century. It was rambling. And and I have to be honest, no I, one, I, uh, Kendall, and Kendall would chime in. It's like, no, no, we're talking about like, no, you weren't there. You were yeah. four. No. And I, I know. And I also feel though, like Kendall, clearly, this is stuff that's been bothering her. Clearly. And I, fe- typical, I feel like, typical Scorpio. you know, in some of her answers, she was like, you know, they said, what about the Kardashian curse? And she's like, well, I don't just date NBA athletes if you've done your research. And then like whoa. continues to talk. And I'm like, whoa, don't shoot them. Andy was probably like, don't shoot the messenger. I mean, I mean these are questions that people want to know. He did have a lot of questions for her. So like when she would answer those questions, I get it. Talking about the modeling, I understand. And and like, like I said, like you were saying, like, of course she wants to chime in, but I just felt like she was kind of making up for the last 10 years of her not speaking out. It's like, oh, now Kendall's going to steal the show. Now Kendall has the floor because I mean, Jesus, Courtney and Kylie wake up like red alert. Someone wake them up because the two of them couldn't have put together a sentence. I also just noticed how Courtney kept blotting her lips. Did you notice Courtney that? was she was visibly like uncomfortable, the most awkward by far. She was the but, one who But she honestly seemed a little relaxed to oh, me. Yeah, I think she was do I don't, don't know think why. She, I think she seemed Courtney she, is giving zero fucks. Courtney is getting that Travis Barker. Courtney sat there. If Courtney could have had her arm up, her legs open, no underwear in a miniskirt, that's what she would have done. I mean, those were the vibes. If she could have yeah. had a cigarette in one hand and a freaking Cosmo in the other. I mean the vibe was she's just checked out she's checked out and i mean good for her move on i I mean mean, can we all agree that that she's not with scott because of sobriety i mean it couldn't be more obvious like it literally cannot be more obvious and no one's surprised why did scott come out for three minutes of dialogue and then continue to sit there the entire time that was giving me anxiety also like nothing new with scott and courtney for all of you you guys it has been the same storyline there is nothing more to unpack from that relationship it's been thrown in our face for the last 20 years or whatever not 20 years 10 years whatever 20 seasons like nothing is new like chris or um, what's his face scott did not add any did he give you like like i'm trying to be young so i dyed my hair blonde vibe well Yes, but I feel like he's in a really bad place. Yeah, I agree. He gave me like very bad vibes. And I don't mean like as in like a bad person vibes. I mean like his energy was very dark. He he's mm-hmm. I don't know I if he was sober on that couch. Um like Scott is trying to be like Machine Gun Kelly right now, like God. with the blonde hair it's and all of that. Um, I'm just going back to like every time Kendall spoke for as much as she did, like it put me to sleep. She's very hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. She's good at answering questions and interviewing. She she speaks very well, but God, I was falling asleep. No, um, I know. I also found it interesting to s- oh 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 oh. Let me just tell you. If you guys didn't watch this, Kim was pregnant with Saint, her second child, had North in one hand, was walking into the Beverly Hills Hotel, sat down at lunch across, literally the table across from Chris Humphreys. All of his friends got up from the table, went and said hi to Kim. Chris Humphreys sat in the corner. Let me just tell you, that is the most cowardly move a man, in my opinion, could ever make, would be to see you and not say hello. I don't care what your past is. That is something that grinds me to my core. I don't care if it's a man. I don't care if it's a woman. If I walk in someplace and somebody's staring at me that I have a past with or an old friend or whatever, if you look me in the eyes and we catch eyes and you don't say hi, that's a problem for me. That is just showing that you are so insecure in yourself that you can't get up and shake hands with me or give me a hug. I hate that. 
Um, I don't have I, a, hate I don't have a problem with people ignoring me because I it, hate but it, it. But it's but it's not ignoring. It's no. it, I don't care if it's like a girl that I barely know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody that it's like the difference. I know is, you and you know me, and you don't have the balls to come up and say hello. For me, the difference is that the entire table got up to say hi, and he didn't. It would be one thing if we're all going to pretend like we don't see each other. Love that. Nothing more I love than a game of hide and seek, but. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But everyone got up and he didn't. But you know what? I listening to her talk about him, I I really appreciated it because I mean, she everything she said, she's like, "Look, I hurt this guy. Like he was in it for the right re- like he's he is he's like a woman scorned. Uh I think it might be time to get over it, but I mean, I think he was genuinely really hurt and embarrassed by it all. I I just really yeah. think that well, buddy, no, what are I you could doing? care less about the man. Trust me, I'm not concerned. I'm just saying that I think she really messed him up. I or, mean, I, sorry, the not whole her. rest of his life. The I rest think of his whole... life, he's known as Kim Kardashian's husband. True, for true, true. Seventy-two days or whatever. Um, um, quickly. So you and I did a poll. Mm-hmm. We we asked like the listeners, everyone without a shadow. You with a landslide. People were like. Natalie is Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yes, which I agree. Um, mine was between Kendall and Courtney, and mine. I think you're Courtney. Mine wasn't as yours was like eighty seven percent Chloe. Mine was like seventy something Courtney. But yes, everyone said that. But I got to be honest with you guys. So, Chris and mm. Kendall are Scorpios. And Chris opened the second part of the reunion with the line of the century. If you listen to this podcast often, you know that she is a woman after my own heart. And I think I am now Chris. When that woman said, referring to Caitlin and that whole debacle of divorce and and <clears throat> the change. the change and just the drama that ensued, when that woman said, well, you know, some days you just go get in the shower and cry. And then you get out and keep going. I said. No. And she also like pour yourself a martini in the shower. I, I said, don't know. That is me. I am her. I you guys know I'm the biggest proponent of crying in the shower. There's nothing like it. Even if it's for three seconds, you just do it. You get out. You go on. When she said that, I said, this is the most Scorpio thing I have ever heard in my 30 years. And Chris Jenner, I cheers to you tonight. My milk. She looks so unbelievable. It like is inspiring. I don't care. People are going to be like, well, she's had work done. Great. Right. You better believe I'll have a facelift. Great doctor. When I'm her age. Because can't say great the same doctor. for some of them. Yeah. Great, yeah. great doctor. Um, Speaking of doctor, I was happy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch this with a 10 foot pole because she is our queen and we love her. But I was very happy to hear Chloe say, yeah, I got a nose job. Dr. Raj, like, like no mm-hmm. big deal. Um, and she, and she said, she's like, I don't really do Botox. She goes, I do other. So she goes, I do other injectables, AKA filler. Yeah. Like, listen, I mean, she's doing some stuff. I don't really care, but I was happy for her to normalize it in that moment. Like, yeah, I got a nose job. It's like, you don't hear Kim saying it. I don't know if Kim did, but, uh, yeah. She also said, she goes also, nobody's ever asked me that in an interview. But also so, like, yeah, like I'm going to answer it. You really I mean, think if someone asked her, she wouldn't bite their head off. Like, I think Andy has like, no, a- I, I I think no, but she rarely gives. Yes. Interview. I mean, I don't know if like a E correspondent exactly. on the red carpet shoved a when microphone. When she said that, I was like, face. okay, Chloe, like, eh, I don't know if like you would probably punch someone if they asked you that, but I was right. very happy for, I was happy for people I know this is going to sound so cheesy. Like I was just for young girls or for anyone watching for you and me who think like these people are unbelievably attainable with the body and the butts and the boobs and the face. I was just, we all know she's had stuff done and we've all speculated and everyone has spoken on it. I was just happy for her to feel the confidence to say, yeah, like I got a nose job moving on. I don't know. Do you like, do you but I think kind of back to the whole like body thing, like it's like, well, let's just keep it, you know, a hundred hundred. I liked it though. I, I, I'm i not going to say it was a 10 out of 10, but I, I love. We reading. got some stuff. I'm glad that he went there with the questions. I'm glad that he asked, which was the question I would have asked. 
right? His like first question out of the gate was, do you ever watch, you know, your episodes while you're in the editing process and one of you wants to leave something in and then the other one wants to not touch it? How fascinating that they wanted to take the fight out. Chris wanted to take the fight. I would. I don't want my sis- people seeing me and my sister like that. Like 100% I would. But it's them and it didn't have anything other – it didn't have anything to do other with – it did not have anything to do with anything other than them. Yeah. It wasn't like there was a kid involved. And like, totally. Wait, is China suing yes. Rob? No, she, Why? she's suing. Well, he did like post her vagina all over his Instagram. <clears throat> she's suing the Kardashian women. Why? It's been like ongoing. It's like a long ordeal. I think she's suing them for their trademark, I want to say. Um, it It's ugly, but I appreciated how Chloe kind of like – I felt like Chloe. Um, I'm Googling what happened in the lawsuit. Well, I felt I felt happy that Chloe was able to kind of speak on Rob and speak on it. <clears throat> um, that's I don't even really care. I hope Rob's doing well. Oh, Bob, she's, she's suing them because she's claiming that E said they had granted her a second season for the show. Remember Rob and China, but then oh, she's God. saying that the Kardashian. Listen, listen. Never forget when she was with China was with Tyga at Kim's wedding with Kanye. Flash forward a couple years, Kylie is dating Tyga. Flash forward a little bit more, Black China is now dating Rob. Flash forward to Andy asking Kylie about Tyga. Tyga. Almost just said Travis. Also, there's two Travises, I just realized. Also, who do you think looked the best out of all of them? I got to say, I loved Chris. Andy. I loved Andy's look. He he fit in perfectly with great. them. Um, rank them from best okay. to worst. Ah, okay. Um, best, Chris. Second, Kim. Third, Chloe. Fourth, Kylie. Fifth, Courtney sixth Kendall. I just oh wow. Why I loved Kendall's skirt. We're wearing the same top. Yeah, like could we not have done a black skims bodysuit? Reggie feels the same way. I just would have loved to see. I would have loved to see Kendall glam out, like totally glam out. I feel like we're always catching her in these cool vibes and looks. Like, listen, you guys, you bitches didn't get to go to the Met Gala last year. Chloe and Courtney have never gone to go to the Met Gala. Why didn't we treat this like a Met Gala? Like, I thought Kim I looked thought, the best. I thought Courtney looked the worst. Um, I um, I con- actually con- loved Chloe's simplicity in her outfit. I loved also- those black shoes on her. Loved the dress, and I loved that she didn't have earrings in with just a dainty necklace. Loved, I loved Chloe's look. Did not love her hair color. <laughs> wow. Oh, I liked it. I, I love that. I, I didn't. I, I would have I think it. that's like more natural for her. Yeah, Chris just looked unbelievable. But um. Chris, Kim, and Kylie were all wearing Vivian Westwood dresses. You can also go look at them. They are currently on Vivian Westwood's website. You also know how nervous Chris was because when Andy asked, which is what he does whenever, you know, housewives, hi, how are you? Who are you wearing? What are you doing? Uh, Chris could not think of Vivian's last name. And in that moment, I wanted to die. I wanted to cringe. Um, But that's real. And that's what I'm trying to say is like these people are not used to being on the fly on the spot. So I I enjoyed seeing them squirm. And how about when Kylie started laughing out of nowhere and goes, this is so awkward. When She's like, this is so serious. I would have done the same thing. I always am one to break being like, okay, you know, like because they were talking about like Scott's. How about Courtney just straight up laughing, straight up laughing. When Andy's like, do you wish him well? And she's like, yeah, like wh- whoever he's with, like what a job. Sure. Sure. With whoever makes him happy. Like couldn't even say it with a straight face. God, I love her. She's Also, she- Scott dodged the question. Do you grant, um, no. like, do you, are you for Travis and Courtney? And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know. When you love somebody. No, what he when said was somebody. when you love somebody. So if I'm Amelia, I'm saying, oh, so you love her. You're still in love with her. Which we all know. Um, Sorry, we Amelia. haven't discussed the main takeaway. Please, my main takeaway. 
when Kim was confronted in the first five minutes, if she was dating Van Jones or Maluma, her answer was, I'm dating neither of those men. Excuse me. That is not something that a single woman, how is, that is not how a single woman would answer a question like that. Do, she has a boyfriend a hundred percent. And if you think about it, or maybe she doesn't, I don't know. I'm going to assume she does. She hasn't been with Kanye in like over a year reminding you all. Yeah. I and I don't think that we will ever know who she's dating. I hope- I, or I, I know for a fact, she, I, she will never get remarried because she said, she goes, I wish I had only gotten married once. Cause she wanted to make doing an annulment with Chris Humphrey. She's like, I should have done it. Um, how about, I don't know if we'll ever know. How about when boyfriend. Kendall, <clears throat> no offense. She kept going, no offense uh-huh. was just kind of shading them being like um because of my three older sisters uh kylie and i are way more private in our relationships because they're all train wrecks is what she wanted to say um or maybe when- take a pa- maybe take a page kim i would yeah. love that i would love nothing more than for her to like ride off into the sunset in like the most private like never show his face love that it's gonna be like the ceo of apple or something like that um, or tech. I think I, you're, you hit the nail on the head. I think it's going to be somebody. I, I love it. Like, I love it's it. It's like Lady Gaga's boyfriend. She's dating some finance guy. I Seems love it. Normal. I love it. Um, speaking of someone who could have used a finance guy. Yes. We watched Halston for those of you who don't know or great do- segue. I know. Wow. That was really good. One of your best. One of my- um, Natalie. I'm just going to come out. Did you finish it? Yes, I did. Okay. I swear to you. I love that. Um, it was five episodes on Netflix. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not I'm not here to give it a 10 out of 10. I give it like a six and a half, seven out of 10. But it was an easy watch for me. Um, justice for Mr. Halston himself because they made him look like a giant pain in the ass. Um. But God, Liza, whoever played Liza, I am obs- I, I love her. She was so good. Um, okay, I'm going to be honest. I was on my phone okay. throughout every single episode okay. of that series. And I'm so bummed because I would, I wanted to love this more than anything because I find his life fascinating. I did a little bit of research prior mm-hmm. to watching it, read a couple articles, oh. asked my mom, my mom's mom um my grandma who i never met i guess has all these halstons like like original like love that i um was very bored and i wish i wasn't but also going back to how they depicted him i understand that he obviously had struggles with drugs with like maybe sex addiction with struggles within himself but they didn't get my problem with this show is that they didn't get to the root of that. Like we saw flashbacks a couple times of his, you know, he wanted to make his mom happy by making, by making yeah. her hats and wanted to change things. But it's like, it did. That is, it, it gave me no, we could have read every single thing that we saw in an article. I know it like, was very I wanted them jumpy. to do. I wanted them to do like a deep dive, go further into this man's soul because Agreed. clearly he's obsessed with like being perfect. He, mm-hmm. him and the reviews, like there's gotta be psychological things that go along with that. And I felt like the show just portrayed him as just like this I, I arrogant like, asshole. And I felt like it was very surface. I mean, I will say one of the things I found most interesting about it all is that I actually appreciated them bringing up the Calvin Klein and the the um have you heard of ralph lifshitz like i actually because that's where he was supposed to go he was supposed to be ralph lauren he was supposed to be calvin klein and it's like it's crazy that i mean jackie kennedy made him by wearing one of his hats and then he really i mean if if you did a poll i would say a lot of people don't know or have never heard of halston i have to say i wore a dress to a wedding halston dress it's really gorge. Um, but that's just because I'm into all that and always have been. And I just like to know, but it's, it's really crazy to see how he really, he could have been. And he, and he just, he really wasn't, he missed the mark, the denim. He refused to make denim. And 
I love whenever. Oh, and then the Versailles show, which I thought that was interesting. I did was too. That true. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize this. So if you guys didn't watch, there was this big, I guess, fashion show, fashion competition at Versailles, and they had like all of the top like designers there, right? They had like Dolce and Gabbana, Gucci, all these people, and he basically was going up. He was this new and upcoming designer. Well, he was already he had some traction because Jackie mm-hmm. Kennedy wore his hat, and then he went into starting to make like dresses and which by the way I like recognize that look yeah of a dress like I didn't know like the like kind of kimono-y flowy flowy gives me very Samantha sex in the city vibes like if she was at a pool but I just thought that that was interesting seeing the like fashion show or fashion competition I I thought that was interesting um the ins and the outs of contract negotiations in fashion and how he liter how he made that comment in one of the episodes or like I think it was like the fourth or fifth, he's like, Well, I guess I should have read the contract or whatever. He goes, because, I'll read my next one. Yeah. Cause he, he didn't he, he, he lost signed his it away. Name. He completely yeah. he sold his name um for life. And that is crazy. I think he got it was to do like, you know, twenty five. It was like yeah, I know it was like fifty pieces or something. Or- to do, he didn't have to do basically. He had to do twenty five days of work a year or something, get like a million a year. But he sold his name, and and it was really crazy at the end credits, like when it kind of was all wrapping up, and it says he never got his name back. Um, I actually kind of teared up at that because I, it it just makes me sad to see somebody. That this is my problem, though. It's like with the show. I wanted to see more of his struggles. Like I get it that he was like addicted to Coke or whatever. And he was obsessed with reviews. We can also, me and him can, we're obsessed with people liking us. Um, But I I don't know. I just, I wanted to see more ins and the outs, not necessarily the like logistics of the company. I would have liked to know more about his history because I mean, he's an American born designer, right? But he had this persona. I mean, his, his name was Roy. Um, but his yeah. middle name was Halston, which I just have to say, you guys, I've always loved the name Halston. Ty does not like it, so it's not happening. But like, I think Halston is one of like the most gorgeous names ever. Um, but he he really wanted. It was like if they would have given us more of his childhood and his upbringings, we would have seen that this was a man from Iowa or wherever he was from, Indiana, Indiana, who so badly wanted to be A, B, and C that he fully assumed the role. And even at one point, his boyfriend was like, "Who do you think you are? Like this accent, like this new voice you have." Ed. Like, was that his name? When he walked in, he's like, "You've got glasses on now." It's he not just- even. Um, I also love that Bill Pullman was like the loved, lawyer. He, loved, I love loved. Bill Pullman, you guys. He is such – oh, my God. I agree. Also, he has a son my age that's like a new and upcoming actor. Which um, I can relate. No, I mean, I, I felt very sadly and very deeply for this man um, and his life and his struggles. And I just want to quickly point out – I was texting Natalie. So if you watch the show, his like muse slash best friend slash like assistant or like she worked, Elsa Peretti – She's like an extremely, 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 you guys have seen all of her stuff in Tiffany's. Like, you know who she is. She was like a model turned jewelry designer. She made his, um, perfume bottle. She made his perfume bottle. And then that became kind of her little signature that she took to Tiffany's. They kind of have a tiff about it in the show, but like I got all my bridesmaids, like the bracelet that she makes from Tiffany's for like, you guys know her shit. It is like extremely iconic for Tiffany's. And she also just died last month. Or two months ago. Um, like wild. Yeah, wild. And she was the one – like I didn't know Sarah texted me it. Um, like those Tiffany kind of sideways ceramic-y looking hearts was her. You know what I mean? You've definitely seen them. No, like if we and- posted her, that Elsa page, the Tiffany's page on, like everyone has seen this. She kind of has those hearts that look like little beans um yes. anyways it was just cool i like i like learning and seeing things that are all real and true that go back like i loved seeing their conversations about her coming in remember when she came in and was like yelling about how tiffany's won't give her enough money and she's made them all this money yeah. and she's gonna leave like that's interesting I it like is interesting that's what i'm saying like i know the ins and the outs of that i just wanted more of like i did too. like because i didn't i got a little bored with see i i guess i disagree with you I got bored with that. I'm like, I don't need to hear about Elsa or whatever at Tiffany. Oh, yeah. I don't really care about that. I thought they, I love the older woman. 
who like set up the Versailles thing. Who was was she just an early investor in no, Austin? She worked for like Vanity Fair. The one who set yeah. the one who was like blackmailing him to do the Versailles yeah. show. Yes, but I thought in the, wasn't she the woman in the first episode that, that was or was that different? That, that was, he was the lady. She's like, I'll give you a hundred thousand and I'll give you my yeah. That's that, different. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was the same. That's <laughs> no different. Okay, pay attention, Natalie. No, well, I mean it, that's why I was saying I would have liked to find a documentary because I would have loved to know all the characters before we went in because there is so many characters. I knew it, you guys. The guy that played Joel, the guy who was like doing speed or whatever in the bathroom, isn't Culkin. Like Macaulay Culkin's brother, Rory. Oh. His name is Rory Culkin. He looks exactly oh, wow, like that's interesting. Macaulay Culkin, Shane Culkin, Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, this guy looks just like Macaulay Culkin. It's his brother. He's thirty-one. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. I think. Um, I mean, I won't recommend it to like everyone I meet, but I think that if if you're into you know biopics and if you like you. How do you say his name? Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. I guess he's a great actor because he made me hate the character. So good for him. But Um, how did it end? Was he in a car? Yeah. Well, because he. I like you guys. I literally was on my phone. He had AIDS. Yeah. I knew AIDS. And so he kind of sold everything and moved to the West Coast. And then at the end, it said he spent the last like 18 months of his life like driving around the west coast and then he died in san francisco in 1990 crazy um so sad but i mean I, like i'm not gonna tell my parents to watch it but like i would tell like my a friend yeah like my mom watched it actually i was talking to her i'm like have you seen i'm watching halston she goes oh i already watched it i loved it but like she cared about i think it because yeah. it reminds it reminds well and you have mom. to care mom, and and i don't i just if this was about what the hell is his name? The Chanel guy. The who Chanel guy? Who passed away. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I was like, um, Coco Chanel? No, no. Oh, no. Um, the man. I'm having, what in the hell I is know, his with, name? With, <laughs> wait, wait. Carl Lagerfeld. Carl Lagerfeld. Good God. Like, I would love to hear. That would be a good biopic. Who do you think would play a good Carl Lagerfeld? Let's think for a second. Oh my god! Well, what year? Christian Bale. What what time of Carl's life are we doing? The end? Are we doing like the eighties? Like uh, like no, where are we at? Are we doing Carl when he had black hair? Are we doing Carl when he had white hair? No, let's do like the end. So like the Carl, like, the Carl that maybe like maybe Bill Pullman. I don't know. Reggie, uh, I don't think Reggie likes I'm, that. You guys, I'm so sorry about him. Like, I think who would, who be, would a be a good, good Carl? Hugh Jackman? Oh my god, yes. nah. I love Hugh Jackman so much. I can't love. He lives like Honestly, honestly, honestly. He's not tall or skinny enough. Who's if the you di- say Zach Efron? No. I'm gonna- Robert De Niro. We need an Italian. Like we need an Italian yeah. looking. Wow, that- I mean, he's German. Carl's German, but like what about like Matt Damon? These I'm just be- trying to think of like a similar like You're if you think- morph him into somebody. Too, yeah. Oh, like that you have to make them older. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Huh. We should ask that as a question. Something tells me our listeners don't care about Carl Lagerfeld, but I could be wrong. No, I could give literally no I literally could care less, but I'm just now I'm stuck on this who would play a good I mean, I love Carl. I was devastated. Um I he I don't know. This is like not funny because he passed away, but I woke up. I was up at like 7 a.m. for some ungodly reason. Probably hadn't gone to sleep. And E! News posted like Carl Lagerfeld passed away. And I screenshotted it. And I was like in conversation with my friend Allie. And I sent it. And she's like, why in God's name are you sending me this article about Carl Lagerfeld dying at 7 a.m.? She's like, I've never mentioned the man to you one time. I've never. Like, Sounds like you. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. Maybe I'll name my child Chupa. Carlita. No, that's his, his cat, his famous. Oh. His yeah, famous, famous Chupette. I wonder what happened. 
Um. Anyways, yeah. Kyle probably has them. Yeah, honestly, or that. Halston, watch it. Don't watch it. I don't really care. It won't affect I... you or me. Um. Natalie, always a pledge. Always a pledge. Uh, by the way, you guys, I watched Greatest Showman for the first time. Finally. She, Natalie was I'm... on one this week. She watched Greatest Showman and she watched The Housewife and the Hustler thanks to me. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, But I'm just really proud of her. Housewife and the Hustler. Listen, this is all I'm going to say. It's really hard for me to look at Erica. <laughs> like, that's me all too. I'm going to say is watching Beverly Hills is really daunting right now. So is the season that's on like current? Natalie, the episode, The Housewife and the Hustler premiered on Monday. Housewives came out the next day and it was the episode where she files for divorce. Like they could not Should have. I watch it? 1000%. I mean, it was a boring ass, terrible episode. This week you should watch. This week I think shit's going to go down. Are you a fan of Lisa Renna? <sighs> Sorry. I just like don't know her, and when I see these wom- this woman's posts on Instagram, I'm like, holy hell, that just seems like a hot mess. All I'm gonna say is, don't watch last week's episode unless you want to watch her and her husband garden and run around with a fire hose doing a pretend fire drill for 15 minutes. I literally oh, I wanted can't. to write an email to Bravo and say, you have one of the biggest housewife scandals of all time going on right now, and you have the audacity to waste 20 minutes of the episode showing me Lisa Rinna running around in a sun hat and slippers outside pretending to put out a fire. This is California. Like, we do not joke around about fires. Like, this is not funny. Also, wow. Also, wait, she just like, she always pops up on my page it's on Instagram. because I'm always sending you things. Yeah. Well, the one you just sent me, it's like a picture of her on a green screen. And it's like, don't worry. I'll spill all the tea. It's like desperate. Are they friends or no? Listen. Like what's the dynamic between listen, Erica and Lisa Renna? We're going to find out. But I'm going to end on this. This is all I'm going to say because you were there for it. The listeners were there for it. <sighs> just take a deep breath first. Crack my neck. Sorry. Sarah is standing now because I'm getting like my belly. Everything. I get it. We need to wrap it up. Um, Sarah's like like one foot out the door right no, now. But I, yes. have to, I have to say this. We spent eleven episodes in 2020 trying to figure out if Brandy Glanville went down on Denise Richards. Okay. We spent our entire season trying to figure out if they hooked up. Every single one of those housewives became investigative journalists and police officers trying to crack this case that nobody asked for and nobody cared about. So why do people care? Like who cares? I don't know. Why don't you ask Lisa Renna? So what I'm saying is if we put all of our time and energy into this Erica thing, the way we put it into trying to find out if Denise and Brandy had a lesbian affair, which is none of my business or concern. I'm going to be really upset if they don't if they don't channel that energy into Erica, because like, is there going to be legal things, though, that they can't speak about? I don't know, but it has never stopped these women before. Trust me. Like, like, I just can't believe that we wasted a year trying to did Erica. I mean, did Denise did she or didn't she? Who cares? But we have erica allegedly getting 20 million dollars deposited in excuse me like i love denise richards i think she's like i do too and has been through the ringer they they ran her out of town because of this and so now if renna doesn't bring and all of them don't bring that same energy and and god like that's just beyond me if they're going to be offended that there was a little lesbian action but they're gonna happily welcome tom and erica after this freaking they're scamming orphans and widows and burn victims disturbing like that was so are are you that dumb to if you are doing that be 
going bragging to... about every single thing that you have. Listen, it's like, is Tom not smart enough to be like, hey, babe, maybe shut up about the two planes? It's a lot. Like, I don't get that. It's a lot. And someone in the documentary said, like, as as Bravo people, we just don't, to be honest, like, I didn't understand. Like, I, they're always getting sued. Like, that was nothing new to me. So, like, I didn't personally take it on. But after watching this, I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is not just like he was scamming it. He owes one man. He owes one man $15 million. And a man that has been through hell and trusted him. So. I mean, devastating. Like that was like, uh, that was hard to watch. But anyways, sure. Pop in for Bev- Beverly Hills this week if if you would like, because. Okay. I'll keep you all posted. You guys, sorry. This was a lot here at the end. Like things are happening. My Gatorade's empty. My pits are sweating. Okay. okay we're Tristan go. and Chloe. Chloe is single. You guys, in the words of Martina McBride, let freedom ring. <laughs> like, I'm, I love, Chloe, if yeah, you're listening, freedom. I love you. I'm proud of you. I hope this was your decision. You're strong. You're beautiful. I think she's a Cancer or maybe she's a Gemini. I can't oh, remember. She said, I think she has cancer. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No. Like, like, oh, she yes. just craves a love so deep. She craves a love deeper than the ocean. Like, God, I love her. She's a lover. I love her. She's a lover, not a fighter. Oh, my God. Let's all just like, mm. 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 I just, mm. God. In the words of Shania Twain, let's go, girls. Okay? Let's go, girls. I'm going to need Malika and Khadijah. Like, Kim, go get your sister. Like, let's go, girls. So now Kim and Chloe are both single. Uh, Holy da 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 da! I'm loving it. I just like pointed my finger, like and shook my head. I was like da 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 da. And now you, I'm a loser. And now you're gonna send me a picture in like 30 minutes when you DoorDash a McFlurry of fries. Holy shit, that sounds good. Holy Bobby ordered Bobby ordered McDonald's sober like two nights ago. No. The food, no, but like a fry and like a Diet Coke and a Oreo McFlurry. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> and scene. <laughs>